Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick begins a message entitled, Understanding Core Values. In this message, Brother Rick helps us understand the importance of our core values and the true meaning of worth. He cautions us against having values contrary to the will of God, and teaches us what can be produced in our lives when we submit to Him and value what He values. On this broadcast, he begins the message by defining what core values are, and then has his wife, Debbie Clendenin, read our text found in Acts chapter 17, verses 22 through 30. Then he teaches us the four things that living without core values will lead to, including the reason we live, move, and have our being. And now, here's Brother Rip. I want to share something the Lord's been laying on my heart. You know, it's kind of strange, but when you go through something like I've went through over the last uh, three or four months, it helps you evaluate what's really important. How many of you know a whole lot of things that you think are important are really not that important? You know, when it all boils down, it doesn't really matter where you live, what you wear you drive how much is in your bank account and God began to deal with me about a subject I want to talk to you about today and I want to talk about understanding core values understanding core values and before I have Debbie come and read the scripture today I want to share with you what the definition of core values are and so you can kind of go with me so they'll put it up but it's a set of beliefs or guidelines that dictate behavior and set the boundaries for how you should live it's very important to understand the importance of your beliefs here's what I've discovered in my 63 years of living and 46 years of following Jesus I have discovered that regardless of what you believe, you will live it out in your life. You'll always be faithful to what you believe. That's why what you believe is so vastly important. Because you're going to be an example of what you believe in. So I want my wonderful wife of 43 years to come. Let me explain to you how blessed you are. Because you need to understand kind of the correlation between her and I. She is my brain. And I am her mouth. So just think of what you would not have (laughs) if she wasn't with me this morning. You just have a runaway mouth with no brain. So I want her to come this morning. I'm blessed to have her. And uh, I, I want her to read our text because I'm already crying. And by the way, don't worry about me crying. I've been crying for 46 years. I've not dehydrated one time. It's amazing. But uh, someone asked me, why do you cry so much? I said, because Jesus saved me and I ain't got over it. <laughs> Amen. I really am thankful to be saved. And so I'm going to let her read because it just looks like a bunch of blurry stuff to me right now. But here she is. Acts chapter 17. Why don't you stand? You might be glad. We're going to start with verse 22. 
Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Whom therefore ye ignorantly worship him, declare I unto you. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord if haply they might feel after him and find him though he be not far from every one of us for in him we live and move and have our being as certain also of your own poets have said for we are also his offspring for as much then as we are the offspring of God we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. In the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Let's pray. Father, I just honor you for who you are. So grateful to call you Father and to realize, Lord, that you call us your children. And God, we're so thankful that you have brought light to us and life that we can walk in, Lord, and we don't have to stumble in the darkness. And now I pray, Father, that you would show up by your spirit and by your presence this morning. Help me to deliver what you have revolutionized my life with. And may it find lodging in the hearts of your people today and bring forth fruit to your kingdom and glory to your name. For it's in the name of Jesus we ask and everyone in agreement together said, Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. The story unfolds as Paul is walking into Athens and he climbs a hill called Mars Hill. And on the way in, he sees all of these idols and uh, they are wanting to make sure all their bases are covered. So they have all these idols and one of the idols says to the unknown God, lest we missed him. And Paul shows up, he begins to talk to them about what they believe. And again, I want to emphasize, you will live what you believe. If you want your life to change, you're going to have to get your beliefs to change. It's very important to understand this. Now, understand that core values without relationship will always lead you to religion. Did you hear me? I said, if you don't have core values, you're going to end up in religion. Someone asked me, are you religious? And I said, heavens, no. You know what the word religious means? If somebody calls you religious, you'd be slightly offended. 
Because you need to understand that the word religion comes from a Latin-based word, legara. Legara means bondage. Religion means back to. Back to bondage. In other words, you trade the bondage of sin for the bondage of rules and regulations. You're no longer free. You're no more free than you was before you got religious. That's why religious people don't impress me. In fact, I hope God lets me live long enough to preach religion's funeral. You don't want to be religious. Jesus didn't come to offer you religion. Jesus come to offer you a relationship that brings you into life. Are you hearing me? Religion will lead you to a life of obligation and regulation. And you need to understand core values without relationship leads to religion. Secondly, living without core values will lead you to idolatry. See, the problem with the people in Athens was they didn't have a relationship with Jesus. So therefore, everything was equal. When you see people that have no core values in their life, everything has the same level of allegiance. See, that's our problem in America with English. We, we compartmentalize our life and unfortunately we devalue our life to cover everything. So we love hot dogs, coon dogs, our job, our wife, and sometime in that order. So it's very important to understand if you don't have core values, everything becomes equal. This is why this message is important to you. When you see people that don't have a higher allegiance to some, people say, well, you need to treat everybody equal. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to treat everybody like I treat Debbie. Because I need to break some news to you. You are not as valuable as she is. I'm going to give her more time. I've already given her a bunch more money than I intend to give any of y'all because I know who's valuable in my life. Do you understand what I'm saying? This idea that we're all equal and we all tolerate everything, it just makes me gag. Because we don't. And we're lying to ourselves if we claim that. And so when everything's equal, how many of you know, you don't know how to establish proper boundaries in your life if everything's equal. Amen. I'm preaching better than y'all. Amen. And then you can help me a little bit. Now, let me give you the third thing. If you not only if you don't have core values without relationship, it'll lead to religion. And not only will it lead to idolatry, but core values help determine how you live how you move, and how you have your being. This particular statement has overwhelmed me in the last three or four months. Why you live, why you move, why you have your being. Now let me explain to you. We have to recognize that Jesus is the source of our life. Jesus is why I live. When it come down to where I didn't know whether I was going to live or not, you know what I said, Lord, if I live, I want to die. I want to die to me and live totally to you. Are you hearing me? How many of you know Paul said that in Galatians 2.20? He said, for this, I, I, I no longer live, but it's Christ that lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. I'm crucified every day. Why do you live? 
Second, it helps establish proper motivation. Why do you move? Now, boy, I've discovered something. I don't move over everything anymore. See, I've come to a time in my life when I've been over to pick up something. I stop and ask myself, is there anything else you need while you're down here, Bubba? Because I don't want to re repeat that process unless I have to. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not moved by the same thing, you know. Somebody says, I heard a siren. They jump up and run the door, and I'm thinking, I just hope it don't come here. Listen, I don't move for everything anymore, but I want to move because of my love for Jesus. See, what you need to understand is it needs to be the love of God that constrains you, that moves you. And then it said this, I live, move, and have my being. See, you need to understand the purpose for why God gave you your being. See, I know who I am. I know why God put me here. I know why I live, move, and have my being. And I said to the millennials and Brendan's back there to verify, I really am free from your opinion. I don't really care what you think about me because I know why I live, move, and have my being. <laughs> you know, I was shocked when I found out some people don't like me. How in the world can you not like me? Love me, in fact. <laughs> and I used to be so concerned about everybody's opinion. How many of you know the real quick way to go completely insane is to worry about what everybody else thinks? Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.